Hi, this is part two of the Rawabi episode. I just wanted to tell you that both episodes are available at the same time. They just happen to be extremely long that I had to cut it. And enjoy part two. It's... um. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a bit different when it comes to Jordan schools that are all girls. But it's a lot of the bullying was um, pretty spot on. But you know what? I don't. A girl getting beat up in school. Beat up. Okay. Can I ask you? All right. Here's yes. the I want to ask you truly. Mm-hmm. Do you think that her form of revenge was justifiable given the fact that they almost left her to die? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair. You're No. I'm I'm shaking my head. Of course, I mean, here's the thing. Obviously not because it was intentional. But did you think that the fact that they full on beat her up and left her to die? For truly, like really, if Nof wasn't there, can it matter? Huh? Yeah. And ما كان في نقطة remorse. ما كان في ولا نتفت remorse. ما طلع لي حرتي. The, the way that they, they went about. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, come on. I was like... I know, I know, I know what you mean, but um, uh, I don't know. I like, it was weird. And I, maybe because I'm an adult now with a lot more logic, I really think, you know, any form of revenge is futile. 100%. I think the whole point was, um, in the end, the final scene when she's looking at the camera... She has no remorse. Come on. I mean, despite she mm. she knows what she did, which is she sent Leanne's brother a text telling her exactly where she was. She knows deep down, you know, that girl's going to die or someone's going to die. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No remorse in her eyes. But, you know, I think maybe there's something else. I, OK, so like it was a not a not a not an open uh, um, a cliffhanger because we don't like um, we you hear the gunshot, but we're not. We are all assuming that she died, mm-hmm. and you know what? Whether yeah, she died or not, it's pretty bad. You don't think that scene they turn they turn the camera at her clothes, and then it goes yes, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, the fact that it's like on her clothes is like it's quite ominous. Yeah. It's quite quite ominous. Yeah. Um, I personally think she dies, but you know, one of the things that I feel like the show highlighted without it being obvious is that Arabs forget that they're Arab. <laughs> they. In my humble opinion, in no, we forget how shitty our society is because we're so in the middle of it. We forget. Like, let's say we go out with a boy. We will not realize how society will handle it until it is, we're in a situation where society has to handle it. Mm. We forget. We really sometimes feel like we're living the American life. We forget it, I, that is honor that killing forget, is still a thing. Or is it that they wish they could like escape it? Good question. Really good question. No, no, I don't. I don't think for a second that they're truly forgetting. I know they know I'm putting Halu in a compromising situation, but they're just like choosing to fully ignore it. Like, like, no, I'm just every time I'm like, yeah, habla, yeah, habla, yeah, habla. Should I tell you Halu? You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to go and see. And you tell her, "Fita, habibi, please hadi, please hadi, shwai, please." If your friend was in her position, would you? support her rebelliousness or would you like min um are we going through the same situations that they were going through yani assuming that her brother is not going to find out 
مش assuming that her brother is not going to find out. Assuming that Anna, as the Razrania, I was just in that shitty situation where they found us in the club. Like coming that close, I would be like, Habibi, I would have the same advice that Rania had, which was like, really, like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't totally put her off, but I'd be like, yeah. now is not a time to risk it. I mean, there's obviously mm. something going on. There's obviously someone, Anna, calm down. Like, don't put yourself in a compromising situation. It's not going to be the last time she ever has this opportunity. Anjad, Adi, you know, she was like it was any other regular day. She decided not to go to school. But no, she could have done it really, you know, just calm down, wait it out, and then like plan another day. She yeah. would, you know, she would not have. Had, I would. Okay, so I grew up. As a total nerd, I was a nerd. I was a nerd. I was a nerd. I was a goody two shoes. I did nothing. And now, in hindsight, Same. I am pretty regretful. And I'm You're like, ish, sorry, ID. And I'm saying I grew up, and I was like a goody two shoes. And and now, in hindsight, I'm like, I wish I rebelled a little more because I was very much like focusing on academia. I am <laughs> um, Also, for context, totally thought I was going to be a doctor. Decided to be a graphic designer. So <laughs> that was a waste of time. <laughs> oh, um, you mean you decided to disappoint your parents? Um, That's what you mean to say. <laughs> no, my mom, no, my mom's cute. She's like, do whatever you want. And then when people ask her what I do, she's like, um, not bad if I think mindset. I'm like, mom, no. <laughs> I love it when her parents that. think that they're like they're, they're confused like they're confused they're themselves confused. and they're, they're like, happy yeah. but also be doctor you know oh <laughs> uh, yeah no bless her love her anyways I don't wish I was rebellious when I was a teenager oh, really? I'm glad no I honestly no. I was like I wish I had a little more fun I mean like the highlight of my fun was like skipping class and then them calling I don't know that's like oh yeah because honestly young girls in our society in our time if they are in a sticky situation they will not be able to get themselves out of it (laughs) okay counter argument for you i think راحوا و و و you know what I mean عملوا اللي بدهم ياه بالمدر بالأيام المدرسة they're married right now <laughs> they fully what do you mean they يعني it, that never really stopped and they probably like practiced with the other the opposite sex or you know what I mean <laughs> they they were not awkward but they grew up knowing how to chase men or how to get men um regardless of their situation which is being in an all-girls school and I like yeah. never cared to even try Saraha so I I'm I'm like same same exact trajectory, but for me it's more about physical safety and no sexual assault and how that because like think of it this way, Zina. I know how we were raised and no, we didn't even understand. I don't know how about you, but like I can speak for myself. I don't. I what didn't understand what sexual assault is until I was in university until I was twenty one. Yeah. Like this is. This is literally four years ago. I didn't know anything about my own consent, my own boundaries. Really? Your mom know, never like told you like, you know, Habibi is a hada, how will you miss it when you're in the hammam? Yeah, but you know, you know. Especially in girls' school, by the way. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to like elaborate about my personal experiences with how shitty that was, but you know, 
I have been in situations where like my mom has given me that if this happens, do this, do this. But I have been in the situation where that happened and I didn't know how to react because I didn't even understand that that was that's what it was. Mm. Because like, you know, okay, they tell you is a had a masik, scream. But like تعرف كيف وانت صغيره انه عمتك بتبوسك عمك بيمسك بيربطك and you just feel constantly obliged to do whatever makes the person in front of you happy yeah. without understanding that is a borderline harassment or not because you just don't know how what your right is to your body if i am a teenager and i'm in a situation where a guy wants to make out with me and i feel obliged to do so and i'm put in a situation where he is physically stronger and i don't even know that i i don't want to do this but i don't know how to say no i can't get out of it me thinking about my brain how i was when i was younger i wouldn't have been able to get out of it and this is why i'm glad i'm a goody two shoes because i was not put in that regardless situation of like whether you had known by the way and i think also like our fight or flight fight or flight reactions like any you could fight or you could choose mom but truly there's a third reaction which is like freeze and like yeah. not know how to react um that is a big part of it for me and no um no that was no reaction right and so and then Leanne gets pissed at her like but like that's mm. actually that is actually a very and I, I love that scene because it was a very realistic um reaction to a traumatic incident like that so i know yeah yeah That is a very real, like, honestly, um, so when I was in university, I did a study um, to see uh, about, so I, I went to journalism school. We don't really know each other that well. So I went to journalism That's school cool. and um, I did um, study in the university to see how many students got sexually assaulted in their experience in university. And we got over 50%. And, and one of the most common things that we, um, when we asked them about things, it was an anonymous um Uh, what's it called? Um, anonymous study, let's say. Um, and one of the biggest comments that we continuously got is I did not know it was assault at the time. I did not know it was harassment at the wow. time. And, you know, we young people are fickle. We are taught to trust. We are taught to accept the goodness in people. And a smile from a guy can be interpreted as goodness from that pers- person. Mm-hmm. But we don't really understand that that could lead us to danger. And that is, I am like one of the reasons why I would shove my daughter into an all-girls school is to make sure she avoids that. Because something as simple as, okay, you're 13 years old. You like a guy. Guy tells you, send me a picture. You trust that guy. Mm-hmm. You send him a picture. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you going to do if he takes this picture and does the same thing as Ruqayya and puts it all over the internet? Yeah. How are you going to deal with that situation? Yeah. But I think, I mean, don't you feel like if anything that that show proved that all girls school can be just as damaging as all like a mixed school? That was pretty dumb. And then that came out of women. That didn't even come out of a man. Like, you know what? I so, didn't think so about that. Assault. That is very valid. You know what? Yeah. But like um, uh, the school that I went to in Jordan, I heard such horror stories. But also I went to. Uh, okay, one, I, we didn't have like phone and the Internet as heavy as we do now. Yes. Um, لسة, like uh, sending pictures to boys. We're like still. Lisa, I don't know. Lisa, I don't know. 
Um, and I was in a very, very sheltered school. Like even talking, like it was really rare. It was really, really rare for a girl to like have a relationship and a boyfriend that are at my generation and my school, because my school was very, very closed. But when I moved to the Jordan school, my friends would tell me horror stories, horror stories that have destroyed women's lives like Ruqayya. Oh, wow. From guys, yeah. from the guys at school. From guys, uh, from society, because like the guy does the mistake, but who takes the blame? Exclusively the girl. Oh, no, but it's and not the guy that the girls are going to open the girls. No. The guy almost always gets out of it. That's that's the thing. That's what, oh God, I really want to continuously tell. I'm so worried for young girls nowadays. I'm so worried for young girls nowadays because I am 25 and I, a feminist, add the list, still struggle to interpret when a man is good or not. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell. Oh, yeah. Sociopaths, they exist and they are so good at yeah just kind of and even when you think they're an ally like Leanne and her like so Leanne's dad has um they talked a lot about how he's she's daddy's girl and daddy does not reprimand her he's her friend when in reality he's playing the good guy but he is enabling her brothers to like be the aggressors while still winning her heart like it is abusive it is manipulative but he's a good person in her eyes. That is such. But also because she doesn't know any different, right? She even thinks like, "Oh, but like my brother's just being a protective brother," which is like, I'd rather have my brother, you know, be protective over me, and you know, shelter me than. Although, like, she's terrified. It's it's crazy. It's such a like, yeah. such a crazy. Him himself, like, girl. crying as he shoots her, like all of that. It's so. It's so intense, but I felt it at my core. It's like this this conflict of social responsibility that is masking, you know, pressure. You know, they think it is his responsibility to kill her. But this is, he's not like protecting society. Like he's not protecting his family. He's killing a family member to please the society that is oppressing him. It's it's insane. It's insane. Like I've never seen honor killing portrayed in a modern way like that. It's it's it really killed me. Like I'm talking, I'm gesticulating right now to Zina, but Yani, it's um it really drove me insane because it was so multi-layered, the way her dad behaved, the way her brother behaved, the way he just me, like got a message from a stranger, like he trusted a stranger over his sister. And, yeah, and for me the fact that he he didn't even point the gun for a second at the dude. I was like, he's going to definitely point it. He didn't, right? Is it just, and I was like, is, is he going to turn it at, is he going to turn it at the dude? He didn't. It felt like he didn't. The I think he did for a minute. I don't remember, to be honest, but it definitely was directed at her more. Put in an honor killing... Like, dude, wouldn't it be both? Like, it's just, it's just her? It's just your own sister? You're not even, like, really? Um, but yeah, it was really powerful, him, like, especially his reaction as he was pointing it at yeah. her. She's like, fuck it, baba. Right? And I'm like, and while she's saying that, I'm like, I don't know if that's going to make it better or worse. Like, you yeah. saying, I'm going to think about dad. He's going to be like, okay, if I think yeah. about dad, then, you know, do you right now? Right? Yeah. And he's like this government guy, etc. Uh, it's 
there's so much there's so much to talk about and there's not like yeah. what when about, you okay. look at the show another another mm-hmm. thought was Rania's parent or Rania's dad who like they portrayed as you know a drunk which I think was like it's really nice okay it kind of okay I had mixed feelings about it because I was like it's it's interesting that they show and obviously everybody has issues Taban you know and if she's living in a home where her dad is like a, a drunk but at the same time I'm like are you trying to justify her like mean girlness. <laughs> it felt like I was like, oh, you know, maybe, you know, because she's going through a really hard time. I'm like, nothing, nothing's that justified. It's not justifiable to be that much of a terrible person. Although, by the way, think- out of the three of them, mm-hmm. she was the nicest, technically. I don't, I don't think the show, like, at any moment tried to justify anything. If anything, every single person got vilified. Every single one. Like, there wasn't every single character was morally gray dark gray <laughs> very dark gray yeah. um i appreciated that that they didn't really try to portray a protagonist that is yes. pure-hearted mm-hmm. agreed um but i mean it's it is important to remind people that bullies are bullied and they are projecting their own problems onto other victims you know um, does yeah, it justify see, that's what that? I mean. No. I was like, it's good. It's good that you're showing this and also like showing that, you know, having a, a problematic family does exist in our society. And it's so easy to assume and, oh, because she's a bully, she's probably having an amazing life. And that's mm. not the case. But I'm also like, are you, don't try justifying things. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, at that point in the show, it was like, everybody's terrible. <laughs> Everybody's so mean. There wasn't a single nice person. The only issue that I had was that, like, Throughout the entire show, as they were getting bullied, it felt like the whole school would be like, yeah, ha I'm like, is there... Do you know what I mean? Truly, like, what are the odds, really? was nice. Pretty high, actually, now that I think about it. I mean, it is, it is a, a work of fiction in the end of the day. It's... I, you know what, discussing... Um, when I went into this interview... I thought that we would discuss uh, nuanced things like Mashura Leila and the music that they chose and the way that they portrayed the fashion and we would make fun of that. But I think... The makeup. Good job with the makeup, honestly. Low-key euphoria. Mm. You know, the club mm-hmm. scene gave me such euphoria. But maybe Khalas, we grow old now. Yeah, I the makeup artist was like, oh, let me just flex my stuff. And she just kind of went, what hand? I really liked the fashion and the... And the makeup in the show. Yeah, I really, really yeah, enjoyed yeah. that. To, like, Even Nof's haircut was so good. Yes. Clip on. Okay, wait. Debatable. Clip on uh, bangs? Actually, I think they were real. Really? I think so. Because, like, there was, like, I, you know what? I didn't focus too much, but there was a TikTok about, like, her getting her haircut. So uh, maybe I'm mistaken. Okay. Um, But I feel like you can't deny the fact that we were really touched by this show. For sure. And, okay, I have a question for you. Do you feel like these um, cultural references were tokens or do you feel like they were genuinely done well when, like, the way that they were written into the plot? Do you feel like they were sprinkled for, like, wow factor or do you feel like it was justified through and through? No, 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 it was justified through and through. Like, it was extremely relevant the whole way through, which is why I think I never watched Jin, but this was definitely felt more relevant for a like an Arab audience. Um, I think the only thing that's 
truly like consistent and relatable no matter what is the bullying but um mm. like the reasons for bullying the had the plots were extremely culturally relevant like the and when i mean plot i mean that when they plotted revenge those revenge mm-hmm. schemes like it wouldn't be relevant for you know a white person to be like, okay so you know you told my brother where i am okay <laughs> <laughs> so yeah exactly <laughs> yeah but no, the whole way through, it felt extremely culturally relevant. And it, was, and it was very well done in that way. Yeah, just the dialogue. It's weird. And you know, like, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, like, because for me, like, to me, an all-girls school feels unified and strong and stuff, even though, like, the bullying in my school was pretty hardcore. But I, it's the environment of an all-girl, what you would assume would be a support system, a faith, a safe feminist environment actually really was a reflection of our shitty patriarchy society patriarchal society every single person in that is <laughs> the whole school even the headmistress in no the fact that she was like had plastic surgery and her hair was like silver and like she's supposed to be this educator but like actually she's also somewhat trying to be youthful like her students and no it's there's so many things so many things that just continuously slapped us in the face and for me like i forget like these things are so normalized within my society i forget they exist yeah crazy and like this show kind of really reminded me and i you know what um honor killing we you know i feel like at least five times a year we hear of a new story about an honor killing yep. and we do an outrage online and then we forget about it. Mm-hmm. And then it happens again. And then we forget about <gasps> it. And then ha- it happens again. And then we forget about it. What do you think is this, like, any... I would say, like, oh, we just need that generation to die off and we'll be fine because the generation is dying. So, yeah, no, because they're fully, like, these schools, these, you know, nah, like, echo chambers of just... A terrible system that's you know fueled by patriarchy yeah it's uh it's, it's really 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 fl- frustrating and uh, i'm i don't i really don't have much to hate on with this show because it it hit home it really felt like the first i you know what i don't really watch a lot of um egyptian drama and ramadan dramas like i miss out on a lot of them because i don't feel like i enjoy the the production value or i enjoy the storyline and i get really frustrated with like you know, the the very typical Arab acting. But this field felt like a very modern attempt at telling our story. And I really appreciated that. Yeah. I really, really appreciated that. Yeah, that's and it feels like one of those first moments that I feel represented. Because I did experience the all-girls school. I yes. got to experience the bullying. I got to experience the whole um, not knowing how to deal with men. Like that played, that played a, bi- a big part of it. It's um you did you feel like the two girls didn't know I felt like Rukaya didn't know how to deal with men and that was relatable. But the two they felt like they knew what they were doing. And I was like, huh. Are you sure? Yeah. I mean yeah, like, I don't know, if I was them I would be way more awkward. That's what they felt like no. <laughs> she fully they I mean Leon made it seem like you know, piss cake. Although yes, no, obviously they would be like, Oh I don't should I blah 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 but like Seta No, I mean Rukaya was the one that was like 
oh, it's fine. I'll talk to anybody, even if it's, you know, this random dude that added me. That felt more relevant. That truly, that felt way more relevant because that's how girls were mostly meeting guys. And it's like, that's I, what's dangerous. That's yeah. what scares me. Yeah. yeah, yeah is yeah. when you're so sheltered that you really don't know how to deal with men. Mm-hmm. It is it is a double-edged sword. Yeah. It's, I can't not like at Naftar because it's like so intense. Like, I can't like it's so much. It's so much. Yes. This show is so much. We haven't it, even touched on like the whole part with her being in therapy. <sighs> I mean, oh my god, I completely forgot about that. Was yeah. Her being in therapy, her, like, it, honestly, she was suicidal. Like, she was fully suicidal. Yeah. The stuff that she would write was completely, yani, not okay. Sah? Mm. And mm. they took that and they made it public and they made fun of her for it. Which is actually, yeah. you know, also very culturally relevant for us in society. You know, oh, oh wow. <laughs> That really hit home because yeah. that's the mi- biggest stigma here, which is like, oh, you're taking care of your mental health. You're crazy. Um, um, shameless plug. I did an episode on mental health on this podcast. If you want to like listen to it, please go back to the episodes. <laughs> listen mm. to it, everybody. Um, but yeah, no, like it. them starting it that young, and really justifying, I think a really big issue is being like, oh my God, which is true, to be fair. They are extremely sensitive in, in some aspects but it's like needing to seek help because you're getting massively bullied that's justifiable in my opinion right so i'm like almost killed like not even almost killed <laughs> dramatic if you ask me um so yeah it was like that's totally justifiable and the fact that you know she was going to therapy great her therapist felt you know like she didn't know what she was doing because the girl was obviously struggling and there was a full scene and the therapist <laughs> was like you seem like you're doing really well and i'm like are you blind lady <laughs> honestly i think that is the most well representation in the entire oh, show <laughs> therapists not knowing oh my arab therapists not knowing what, what the fuck they're doing oh. that is the most realistic thing that i've ever seen <laughs> so realistic i have oh god Yalla, therapy horror stories. Actually, do go back to the episode because we do talk about that. Well, yes. No, that, that scene, I was like, honey, you some revoke her license now. Um, but yeah, so I was like, that's so interesting. And they bully her for it, which is also extremely relevant. And it happens, by the way, Yani, is a kintibil madrasa. Well, if you were older, people would still shame you for going yeah. to therapy in our society. So I was like, yeah. that's such a good, that was a very good scene. That was a very good scene. Yeah. Do you think, okay, so like, when did you graduate? 2013. Well, I hesitated okay. there. Yeah, 2013. I graduate 2013 as well. Do you think that that experience is similar to your experience? At like, in terms of, uh, Yanni, with the whole shift in technology? Uh, Honestly, yeah, there was a lot of... It was not my personal experience, but the experience of the people around me. Uh, yes and no. Um, 
Yeah, I guess the way that we used it was a bit more sheltered. But Zakir, I'm, I'm trying to like remember the way that I used Instagram back then is, is completely different from the way that I use it now. Zakir, I think I didn't get a Facebook until I was 13. Ahoy, older brother, love him, um, was like very... Was like hatini password tabak, and I and I like go to my mom and I'm like, uh, he wants my password. And my mom's like, password, you know. And it, so, but the mm. way, so I was way more careful with the way that I used it. Um, hatta my Instagram, I asked permission from Baba to get an Instagram. It's like okay, but not hatta suarik. Like okay, although like yeah, yeah. When I first started my Instagram, it was public. I was like, it can't be public or private back then. So it's about public Insta. No, I think you could have it private or public. Yeah, so uh, for some case. reason, I thought it was made more sense for me to be public, but not show my face. <laughs> so, like, for the longest time of me using Instagram, I never really showed my face. Um, it was just... I, okay, Instagram, um, I, I think it started in the summer of 2012. That is when I started my account. And it was very, like, I was, like, posting, like, the drawings I used to draw on my hand and, like, cookies I baked. Like, that was my personality type at the time. Um, Pictures of my dogs and cookies. Agreed. <laughs> and, uh, like, yeah, I didn't, uh, but, okay, like, dealing with boys through social media, like, my mom's generation, like, they would, so they went to school in the 60s and 70s, and they would be, like, like, stuff like that. So, like, it was, it is the same cycle, different... <laughs> Different technologies. And I'm going to use the same thing as the same thing. It is the same problem. It is the same problem. And the problem is that they're still sheltering women. They're refusing to teach them how to deal with the boys, how to empower themselves, how to be compassionate to themselves and to others. These are the things yeah. that... So I remember I remember when poking on Facebook was a thing. From the boys section poked me and I'm like, ooh, you know, and it was like that. That was like, wow. And so they would, I mean, yeah, a lot of... A lot of uh, relationships they started on Facebook. They totally mm. like that would obviously that would make the most sense. Um, it's not my personal experience. Like I said, I was too lame to try anything. But um, what was Yeah, but I loved. I lived vicariously through my friends who, actually, a lot of them got into really big trouble. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Some some people got away with it. Some people, you know, live their life. I do. It's all chilling, and they managed to have that like cute relationship that never really turned into anything more than them BBMing or, you know. And I was always like, oh, guys, he's probably BBMing like five other girls, which is you know probably true. But I don't think it took away from their experience because they were like, well, at least I'm he's BBMing me too, you know. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but it was weird. They never really talked about Instagram on the show. Besides when, like, they she found his location, his bachelor pad location, right? From, like, the tag, the geotag. Didn't, uh, also, I feel like the guy who was with Rania followed uh, Nof oh, on Instagram. Oh, was it Instagram? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it was Instagram. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, God. You know the whole Instagram thing of, um, see, okay. I I don't know if it was Zaman, but like like a f- a year ago or more, you could see what a person likes on Instagram. Yes. 
Yeah, and like um, I knew girls who would like check their boyfriends to see if they liked models yeah. or not. Yeah, and, problematic as hell. And they would like they would not deal with the boy. It was always them dealing with the girls. Oh, yes. uh, oh man, <sighs> but that kind of saying, Ayala like seeing uh, screenshots and things of girls like DMing other girls like hi like can you not can you make your thing private or can you like block my boyfriend from you know and I'm like and I would remember seeing those I don't know like on what yeah um, yeah, yeah. there's still a thing yeah there's still a thing yeah it's like are you really but see but that manifested itself in, in that scene where she was she was like oh well at least Ahmed is you know in um two just like at least my boyfriend was it Laith isn't going around liking other girls uh, following other girls and she would not you know she didn't care that Ahmed it was Ahmed's fault <laughs> although like if he has something called a bachelor pa- pad he's a fuckboy just accept that bachelor pad <laughs> no matter how good he is I mean it's is weird he really he's living good alone? no like that's not weird yeah I've seen that in university level I've seen that oh, okay but okay can I just you know what تعرفي اللي ما بتعمل هيك في بنات الناس that saying انه اذا اذا ما بتقبلها لاختك لا تقبلها على بنات الناس yes is the guy actually quote unquote good if he's doing this with that girl and inviting her to his house alone when he understands the social consequences i don't think he was i never thought that Leith was like a good guy never He was better than Ahmed. <laughs> They are both garbage, to be honest. The If he's, okay, 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 okay. Can I? Like mm. he knows, and he would be calm down. Like Hatta, I think the first first episode when she goes and she uh, sees him outside of school, um, mm, mm, in that cafe, in the shady, in, in the shady that cafe. shady place. And he's like, why are you like freaking out? Like be, a, I mean, come on, you should be a bit more understanding. Obviously, she's gonna be freaking out, Annie. Into some like Adi, and it's gonna be totally fine, but. So you look. Like, you can tell like, that men are generally completely out of touch with. They are the so out of touch. And one of the things that you were mentioning early on is, uh, if you do not like, if you wouldn't recommend any of your friends, why the hell are you friends with them? That is the same same thing with Leith and Ahmed. In no, your friend is shit. Like you're dating a guy, and you know that his friend is shit. Why are you dating him? Yes. These are things that we don't learn when we're in school. Yeah. And then we go into trouble and then we're we're blamed. Yeah. But it's like you keep forgetting that they're minors. Minors are stupid. Yes. Teenagers are stupid. This yeah. is why we don't get jobs when we're teenagers <laughs> and it's illegal. We are stupid at I that think age. A part, of, a part of my frustration watching the entire show was being like, I know I'm an adult now because like my entire like my reaction throughout the entire thing was like yeah habla yeah habla and it's and it's comes like oh it's oh it's because I'm 26 <laughs> I see <laughs> but it's like if I was 14 and I was doing the things I would like all I would think about was like it's to like get a boy's attention mm-hmm. because we you know what yeah we are raised to believe that getting married is the ultimate goal in life yes So, oh God, Yanni, you know what? In conclusion, the show, it's just basically telling us that men are shit. <laughs> In conclusion. <laughs> In conclusion. Well, I mean, yeah, in our society, I think the patriarchy exists everywhere. But, Yanni, wow, in our society, it's just, it's terrible. 
Honor killing. I'm just going to keep saying it. Honor killing is still a thing. 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 One more time for the people in the back. Honor, Honor killing. killing is still a thing. It's still a thing. It's still a thing. It's and it's it is still a thing. It's something that, like you said, it gets so much shit when it happens, and then it خلاص, gets thrown under the rug, and then it happens again, and then it gets thrown under the rug. And how, but how do you even address something like that at its root? Like truly, like when I think about it, I'm like, oh, we just need to eradicate that generation. But like, no, it's it's even manifesting in the younger generation. You know what's difficult is like, for example, in Jordan, um, Jordan, there's, again, for people who don't know Jordan, it's a bit complex because you have the government and then you also have tribal culture and tribal culture is very, it still has so much power Mm. outside of government jurisdiction. And even if something is outlawed, they can get out of it easily. Mm. And that's so, it's for kind example, of relevant in uh, Saudi too, no? To a certain extent. Yes, but also I don't personally know because I live in a, a bit more modernized city mm. where there's a lot, like um, you don't get a lot of pure, pure Saudis here. Yeah. It's a very mixed well, hodgepodge Riyadh, of cultures. I think it applies to a certain extent. Yeah, it, it's still like, honestly, I live... Uh, Maybe my close family is uh, hashtag open-minded, but I don't know if that's the case with my extended family and we're Palestinian, Jannasin, you know? Mm. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like, I've never... I don't want to put myself in a position... Like, I'm genuinely terrified of men because will... Even if I think that everyone around me is, air quotes, open-minded, will I ever find that gun pointed at me? <laughs> I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I don't want to know. I do, yeah. Please don't ever, <laughs> don't don't ever attempt to, to find out. <laughs> don't ever attempt to find out. But it's it's real. It's really real. It's it's really real. And, um, you know, there's... God, I'm going to quote a Kendrick song right now. But there's um, a line in one of his songs that says, but the one in front of the gun lives forever. Mm. You know what? In the Middle East, that's not the case. Her name will get forgotten within two weeks. Yeah. Yep. And Leanne, because there's going to you know be what? another name that comes up right after. I mean, yeah. shitty as that sounds. It is. It is. It's really frustrating. But, and I am so glad that that show exists. I'm so glad, and I honestly didn't even bother search the backlash that I got online because I don't care. <laughs> I care that I was represented. I don't give a shit it about what men thought. It apparently got backlash for. Misrep like some dude I think, um, Bill. Did you did you hear about that? Some dude, Bill. I think some government, some higher up in the government, um, was very upset at the people that actually okayed the production of this show because it like misrepresented. And I am doing air quotes right now. Misrepresented life in Amman. It and did not. Right, so that's what not. I'm saying. I'm like, did it? I don't. <laughs> did not. It got it spot on. Unlike Jin, Jin did not get it. Um, this show, Madrasa Rawabil al Banat, got it spot on with a hint of dramatization. Like it is yeah, still yeah, a work of fiction. It hit spot on. The cultural contradiction, the misogyny, the internalized misogyny, the conflict between women, the bullying. 
the honor killing like it was so spot on mm-hmm. and it's and it's just like again like for example let's look at Leanne's character and let's look at her brother her brother is such a azar like azar yes. you know mm-hmm. the, the car that he drives is so spot on the music that he's playing in the car is so spot yes. the gel the, the gel the in the glove compartment the colonia in the glove compartment is so spot on <laughs> spot on spot on Jordanian man even West Amman Jordanian man spot on spot on and then you have Leanne who looks like she can easily be like a Blair Waldorf <laughs> yeah. who looks like a westernized girl and you can tell that this society was molded in the eyes of what a man wants yeah and like for example how, what Ruqayya's mom told her oh my god that one that one was not okay I was like oh and you know it's, it's not yeah, okay it, but we've heard it yes yes oh my god and especially it's like The biggest issue in our society is that الأمهات عم بيعززوا this behavior in الشباب. طبعاً my son, the saint, he deserves the best. و, you know what I mean? يخبص قد ما بده بس عادي لازم نلاقي له مرت بنت حلال. و, you know what I mean? I repeat that. إيش بدكم ببنات الناس? And then, Why are you imposing your shit son onto other girls? زوجو بيعقل. زوجو بيعقل شو؟ ما عرفتوا تعقلوه في بيتكم yeah. تروح تحطوا مسؤوليه في بنات الناس نو اتس ريلي از وايفز وير اكشلي مذرز وي ار اولسو عم نربيهم من اول وجديد ابيرنتلي انا مش قادر اربي حالي انا مش قادر اربي حالي انا الله الله اظبط سرير بعد ما اصحى مش قادر اربي حالي بدكم يعني اربي شاب كمان مع نفسكم لا بس سو اتس نوت جست ذات اتس ذا فاكت ذات ذي ار نوت اونلي لايك فيولينج ذس terrible patriarchal thought process in their sons um they're not they're fully like condoning this but they're also just whether it's all of their looks or by the way any if you didn't hear from your mom as a kid that you mean you're not as pretty or you either heard you know you need to lose weight you're too fat no one's gonna look at you you know what i mean like That exists, like, that fully exists. Mm. No, but the kids that are like, you know, you lose weight. It's like, just, and then you grow up, me and you, and we're seeing, you know, the boundaries that people are putting now, which mm. is great, and, and, and the body and positivity and that whole thing, and you're like, I want to achieve that. Zina, can I tell you something? This is okay. I have repeated this line in this podcast so many times, and the fact that it's still relevant is driving me insane. I was a fat teenager. I was a fat kid. I was a fat teenager. I'm still very overweight. I am so grateful that I hated myself throughout high school and thought that I was too ugly for boys because I did not go after them. Like, it literally saved me. It saved me from the trouble of getting out, going out of my way to, like, chase men because I genuinely thought that being fat is not appealing. Like, this is this was my brain at the time. This wow. is how my brain worked at the time. But it worked for my advantage. Yeah. But, like, it's it's fucked up. Well, it's fucked up. I know. Like, there's so many layers of how I'm messed like, up the situation good, is. But it's also really unhealthy. That you don't <laughs> understand. Like, you don't get until, like, you grow up and you're like, wow, and I'm at it. And I genuinely mad. Yeah, but I'm so grateful because I did not get. To, I'm so grateful, like because like I am the man. Uh, 
Okay, back back like a few years ago, it was a bit different. Like is a like you couldn't put your phone on find my phone and like la samahallah is a if uh, someone kidnaps you, they can track your phone or yeah. you can send your friends your location or uh, these were not a things. Girls getting kidnapped was a bit legit. Or like Fajah, she wants to date a guy. She gets into a car. Masai bitsiya. Tarfi ayam madrasa. Yeah, lego bint fi sahra. Ashan ashab. He masi maat kalam ala. Like these things, yes. yeah. <laughs> to a certain extent, happen. And my self-loathing literally saved me from having to deal with boys because honestly, I, I'm 25 now, and now I think I'm at a point in my life when I can actually proceed without getting myself hurt yeah well because you're and you i'm know, not you're talking about emotional hurt I honestly, i'm not talking about emotional hurt clearly not i grew up like i went i transitioned from like oh boys have cooties to oh boys are gonna kill me or they're gonna rape me or they're gonna do like, <laughs> oh, shit, so like, shit, I, like shit. it wasn't the self-loathing which i honestly did have but it was more like it was it was i actually did not trust men oddly enough although like My bro- I think it was actually instilled in me by my own brother who was like لازم ديري بالك هذول الشباب مدري شو يعني they're not gonna you know هيخبصوا فيكي you know like that just general and my brother came at it you know أنا بعرفه لأنه أنا معهم أنا بعرف كيف فكروا أنا بعرف كيف بيحكوا عن البنات so أنا I'm like obviously I trust my older brother and I'm, everything is justified now I wish I could say like oh and now I've grown up and I understand that you know not all men are bad obviously not all men not all men to whoever is going to be triggered by this um, that's it's a really but <laughs> not all men not all but. men but it's a really big majority it's a really big majority because I and mean, honestly, even the good guys who genuinely do put an effort to be good, I think they are trying to deconstruct all of these like patriarchal notions that I do. You know, the, the, the mere fact that they're not women just means that they're never really going to understand what it's like. Truth. Never. Even, even telling them, like, what about your sister? What about your mom? Doesn't do anything. It doesn't do Also... What you just mentioned about how like our siblings and our family members, they're like, hold them accountable for their behaviors. <laughs> never, never. You will tell me I'm doing something wrong. Like, Why aren't a... you holding your friends accountable for yeah. their behaviors against women? Mm. But like also as a kid, would, did you ever really hold any of your friends accountable if they had done anything? I mean, as a kid, you kind of just don't really think that I'm that's your responsibility as a friend oddly enough like as you grow up you understand that you have responsibilities as a friend but as a kid you know you don't really understand what I'm talking about grown ass men at the oh, moment yes. I oh yes oh yes men yes please <laughs> yes you know what okay god I'm gonna say this I was hanging out with a group of friends and family like a, a few days ago And you know كيف أبو عرب لما يجلسوا في مجلس فجأة بتلاقيهم أنا أمي كانت تضربني بحزام أنا أبوي كان يضربني في التلفزيون like you know ال casual of haha I was traumatized like this haha yeah. no my trauma is worse than yours We, they were having one of those conversations um, and then the conversation went to like the schools that they went to when they were younger كيف المدرسين كانوا يضربوهم ويرسوهم These casual conversations, we have all been audiences to these conversations. Mm-hmm. I had one this some... morning with a colleague. Imagine. Oh, shit. Anyways, so they were having this conversation and it was like, 
عم بيتكلموا عن بولينج واسولت ان اول لايك وير توكينج سكشوال اسولت وير توكينج بيدوفيليا وير توكينج بيدوفيليا وير توكينج اول اوف ذيس اند ذير توكينج ابوت ات لا عم تمزحي ما في حدا was not traumatized Does, doesn't justify we need to break the cycle blah 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 but they were talking randomly about how like مثلا a teacher might assault them and they're like <laughs> or they might assault a teacher like for example one of them was talking about كيف واحد تحدى صاحبه مين ح I don't want to say this word on the podcast who's gonna put their finger in the teacher's you know what إنه هذا التحدي إنه that was the challenge in the school. What? ف they did that والأستاذ لف إنه يبهدل الطالب بعدين الطالب قال أتحداك أصلاً تعترف لأحد إنه كده صار فيك. They shamed him إنه أصلاً you will be less of a man if you tell someone that this happened and they were laughing like الجلسة كانوا عم بضحكوا because apparently this is normal like they talk about pedophilia and all of these things in the schools as if it's normal the bullying the hitting the slapping what they used to do to girls and like all of this was like these, ha, ha, ha. right now you, this conversation that you heard it was from grown men yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Ma- yeah, yeah grown men like, men in their 30s 30s Like, no, as in they're like, إنه عالية, آه, بس كان هذا طبيعي بأيامنا. Just because you are used to it does not make it okay. But you, you, like, I would have laughed, about, like, at this a few years ago, but now I am a mature, a more mature person who understands what these traumas inflict. Mm. Like, I understand But it made me really realize why Arab men are shit. I understand. It's honestly that this because they so don't even. Much trauma that they, they go I don't through. even think, Mr. Rabin, that these things that happened to them have actually been carried with them throughout and is a very big, play probably a really big role in the formation of their personalities. Yeah, Mr. Rabin. Mr. Rabin. That is a. That is a big part of it. And like, honestly, this, uh, you know what? This might be the most controversial episode that I've done in the podcast because it, this is the first time I feel like I'm really, truly dissecting my society and my community. So I guess thank you to Madaris Rawabi for this. You've played a huge part. But I couldn't, like, for example, one of the things that I've noticed in, in a school in Jordan, um, good guys, there was like a kid in one of those schools, I'm not going to mention the name, who like hit a girl's butt and the girl mm-hmm. the rest of the guys were like ya Allah and even the good guys who would never touch a girl were like why did you have to make a big deal out of it and they're you're like not a good, the you're not a good, good guy guys. for defending your shit friends yeah but like you, they're not you know like like boys get such a like a free pass mm-hmm. and they think you know But they don't understand that this is wrong. Like, we're not holding men the same way that we're holding women accountable. Yeah. It's, it's, it's driving me insane. It's, like, I this think is it's an... a lot of toxic masculinity and, and their skewed definition of what it means to be a man. And a lot of it is really, it's reliant on the way that they treat women. 
التفكير yeah. whether it's the way that they treat women or their whole um, I guess their whole concept of عرضهم وشرفهم لهم being attached to a woman mm. and يعني who is that, who's that um, really good TikTok dude what's his name which has it's the Egyptian guy No, it's not. He's a Palestinian Algerian dude. I forgot what his name is. He's like 19, dude. He's a kid. He's like, you can always send a shout out. Teacher is small. I want to give him a shout out because he's really, honestly, he talks about really important things. And he talks about, he's on TikTok. He talks about honor. Send killed. me his name and I'll add it in the edit. Okay. Um, he talks about, um, oh, Marwan. That's his name. Marwan okay. something I'll give you his uh, handle uh, he talks about a lot of really important things from like the real Qadir Palestinia to things like you know um, men like t- toxic masculinity and the patriarchy in our society um, mm. and he really put it in a way that's like how is it that Shabab and Jed they tie their masculinity to women like to the way that they are either treated or um when it comes to their mom like why isn't it your own somehow your own your own do you know what i mean yeah and it's crazy yeah. yeah this is this is this is unfortunately the society we're in and yeah this is the society we're in and it's you forget you forget you know you are so living into in it that you forget that this is had and i don't i honestly don't know what's um this is kind of why we need feminism but i don't this is a big okay this ya allah i can't there is my brain right now is there's so many thoughts at the same time because this show now discussing it with you is making me think about so many things that i missed while watching the show and one of the things in no it's an mostly girls i feel like i can only count less than 10 guys who were on screen with names it definitely passes the bechdel test <laughs> and um but it's such a reflection of why men are the problem even though it's mostly women it really is the fact that it's exclusively mostly women and the problem is the man <laughs> the underlying problem is that it's the patriarchy tells you in like if you just completely isolate men from the problem right now right now right now in our society they'd still they're still so deeply ingrained in the way that we are damaged here's here's a hot take do you think okay. that despite it's not a take i guess this is a question because i'm not entirely sure where i stand on this but do you think that to a certain extent women are more naturally malicious towards each other regardless of the presence of men so we have this whole movement like we want to empower each other and these are the feminists and stuff but there are despite that so many women that are just truly malicious towards each other i'm glad you asked this i really am glad you asked this Because this is something that I hear a lot in Jordan. Like I hear it in Jordan more than I hear it in Saudi. Um, I'm honestly not entirely sure what like the particular reason is that. But in no, for when I do the whole men are the problem, blah blah blah, feminism is important, blah blah blah, and I go on my regular rants because I am I don't shut up. Um, I always get a girl who's like, "Bsaalia, until يعني البنات أسوأ." أنت لو تشوفي شو البنات بيسووا لو تعرفي إيش البنات بيسووا البنات أسوأ بس. 
<sighs> women hating other women is because they're hating themselves. They have been taught to hate other women. For example, like my grandmother, mm-hmm. she's the strongest woman I know. This woman helped sneak a family out of Palestine. Wow. She is the backbone of a family. That woman, basically, if she wasn't there, the family would have fallen apart. She's so important. Yani, that literally, the survival of my family depends on her. I have never met a woman who hates women more than her. She used to say, كل ما طلع للبنت جناح أصيلها عشرين. She truly believed that women are the bane of society. Because that's what she was taught. Because she understood that women are a liability. Liability. That women are unhelpful. That women are such a drag to society. Even though she herself is such a strong matriarch. But it's so, like, she's taught it. It's so deep within her, even though she's so strong. She used to hate other women. And, like, literally, I've been told this. I don't know if it's true or whatever, but in no. She used to get really angry when, like, a new Hafid is a bint. A Hafid is a And she would always be so much happier if it's a boy. Even though, like, I am, like, literally, the whole concept of it is inspired from her balcony. Like, she's such a strong woman. Wow. And she's amazing. Everything about that she does, that she touches, turns into magic. But I've never met a person who hates women more than her. That's crazy. I'm sure, but that must have been damaging to her to herself. Because then she must have, like, projected that hate to herself. No, and, and yeah. Like, Yeah, like this woman raised her stepsisters, she raised her family. She was like, she's a big part of uh, like being, she's a Palestinian woman who really lived the struggle, really truly lived the struggle. But she hated other women because she, that's what she was taught. That's what she was taught. That's all she knew. And even when she herself was so strong, she struggled to deal with that herself. She didn't understand And you know what, kind of like, uh, it's um, it's weird. It's really weird. But that's, I truly believe that's why women hate other women and are malicious to other women because of internalized misogyny that is so deep in, that is so deep within. And it, it needs <laughs> it needs chemotherapy to get out of our system, to be honest. See, that's probably a really good... Yeah, it's, I mean, that's a definitely a very valid way of looking at it. I agree. I think there's no way. And also, it's not, it's, it, half of it's that and half of it's probably pick me, the pick me-ness that some women have, which is only really bec- due to the presence of men, which is like women wanting to be like, pick me, like, uh, yeah, no, I mean, no, like, girls are shit too just because they want to prove to men that you know they're on their side which is way more prominent than you actually than you actually think um no i agree so something as simple as like that we've mentioned earlier kifa البنات مثلاً, if their boyfriend is liking other models pictures on instagram it's it's exactly the same thing mm-hmm. they're quickly gonna judge the other woman instead of hada where t- like i i myself had to I'm still having to unlearn so many of the things that I was raised with because I 
didn't realize that it's so deeply within me until somebody had to point it out or I had to point it out for myself. And hating other women is a, is a big part of it. Like, you know, when you're a kid and you're like, you want to be like, I'm just a child, I'm not a kid. Yes. I'm like a tomboy. Mm. All my friends are boys. Mm. Where do you think that stems out of? Oh my God. And that whole, by the way, something that I found out very early on was like, oh my God, girls are so dramatic. I'm going to be friends with guys because they're way less. Men are drama. Elf. They are <laughs> yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was raised in a house fo- like full of boys and I was continuously told that I was the dramatic person. And this year during Corona, God bless my sister-in-law. So like my sister-in-law at my bed and whenever there was like a problem in the house, she'd always be like, Hali, you're the only logical person in this house. And I'm yes, like, I know. Thank you. I think as women, <laughs> like, we are naturally way more logical. Oh, you guys, you think you, your emotions come first. I don't know. Personally, I think I'm an extremely rational human being and I think of rationale like over an emotional response Anjad yeah I think think mothers raise kids with purely on emotion I think logic takes a part on making sure they don't die in the household (laughs) put put a traditional Arab man to raise a a child now in one house but put them in the same house for 24 hours and if he doesn't end up screaming within 5 minutes like (laughs) that's not gonna happen it's it's um Oh, God, we've been talking for two hours. And I feel like, and it's by the way, so first of all, Zina, thank you so much because you started this interview at 11 p.m. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Like I said, there's I am too. I am too. But like we've been talking for two hours. <laughs> okay, I'm going to cap it at 10 more minutes. I want you to give me your final thoughts on the show and what you would like to see in the future. Um, so I think what I would like to see is not necessarily, um, a depiction of reality and it might just be because I felt like there could have been a bit more in terms of like, man, they almost left her to die. I really can't get over it. I'm just like, come on. Um, so like what I I would would like to see ideally is like a like a hint of remorse um which i think came from rania actually towards the end um better acting i would definitely love to see that um yeah and you know better dialogue um best uh, i'd like to be surprised i would truly like to be surprised in the way that they depict more of the issues that we face um i think um also, like, oddly enough, something that they didn't really talk about um, was a really unhealthy friendship. It was a very fickle friendship. It seemed like the mean girls were way better friends with each mm-hmm. other and to each other than Maryam and Dina and Nof, which felt like like you, you would assume that you'd have a really good friendship, you know, like that it would be solid, but it's really not. Um I'm going to re- like repeat something that you said about how trauma brings Arab girls together. Mm-hmm. The bullies have the same traumas and that's they're so close because they continuously um, comfort each other when it comes to their traumas. Yeah. Like the way that Rania and Leanne are afraid of uh, Ruqayya's mom, how Ruqayya and Leanne are worried about how Rania gets hit by her drunk father and how Ruqayya and Rania are constantly worried about how Leanne's brother like all of these things yeah. like their trauma unites them yes. even though the way that their their outlet is bullying 
but like but it's it's the trauma that brought them together yeah which is it's, it's really funny because i don't think any to a certain extent i think if people don't analyze the show the, the way that we just have um there's so many things go unnoticed or like yeah, there are unspoken which i guess is great about them is i don't know if the audience are not ne- are necessarily people that would really think you know take the time to think a little bit more about some of the smaller kind of things like like i said like the way that the friendships are depicted and and um so yeah i don't i don't want them to spoon feed um i would like the audience to think about it a little more uh have discussions with their friends about it um, there's a lot to rant about, but there's also a lot to really think about, like you said, in terms of like the way that it's depicting our society. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would really like to be surprised. I want, if there's going to be a second season. Um, it's not, they're not. It's a limited uh, series. Really? Yeah. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. Huh. We're never going to know who they killed? I guess it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, if anything, the um, media surrounding this show should it be should be a bit more. Um, what what is it called when you're like uh, really thinking about it? what is it called? Pensive and analytical. Analytical, laywa. That's the word. Yes, I wish the media about it. And, you know, the, the things that come out of that is analytical in that sense. Mm. Um, you know I what? Mean? I When I went into the show, I kind of expected it to be a bit um, Mean Girls. I mean, yeah, it started off super Mean girls First five minutes, you're like, ah. Yeah, I expected it to be a bit more Mean Girls. I was kind of uh, shocked at how it turned with, within, like, the third episode onwards. I was... I really was surprised. I didn't see it in that direction. And the way that it was marketed, it was marketed as a very mean girls kind of situation. And I was excited because I, I enjoyed that type of campiness and creative license of um, making it like a weird school <laughs> experience. And I personally like that in my show. So maybe I look forward to that. I, I'm pleasantly surprised. I went in with poor expectations. I really thought it was going to be another case of Jin. And I do apologize for being a cynic, but it took me by surprise. It uh, left me speechless. It left me pensive. I, I, I can't stop thinking about it. I really can't stop thinking about it. It's been occupying my thoughts for a very long time. And the more I think about it, the more I feel shit about my society. Because like I've mentioned earlier, I forget. I forget that I live in a difficult society. And... Um, what I would hope to see, I hope the dialogue gets fixed. And um, you know what? Out like we've been talking for two hours. I don't think we talked about the dialogue for more than five minutes. It was terrible. So I think that's what, what is there more to say? It was just so bad. I mean, we did. We did. I know it was terrible, but it means it clearly like wasn't much of a problem for us, even yeah. though it was really bad. Even even yeah, yeah, though yeah, yeah. it was it was pretty bad, but it wasn't. But honestly, because watched. I, I also don't really have that much of a reference of the way that uh, people in Amman speak. So uh, to a certain extent, I was like, oh, my God, that's terrible. But I was also like, is that how they speak? Really? I don't know. If you speak English, if you speak English and Arabic, no matter what, the words are automatically going to be translated in your head. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of an example. Um, I put my trust in you. Like, it's like that. It's they're they're translating Arab English expressions ver- like verbatim. Yeah, but I thought that's how um, people spoke. <laughs> no, it's not. It's it's definitely not. I was like, is this like speak. a Gen Z thing? Do I not? No, get it's not. It? It's not. It's not. It's not a Gen Z thing at all. Um, I like the way that the Arabic music scene was portrayed. I really enjoyed that. I think they highlighted a few Arab artists that I enjoyed. The Mashroor Layla singing in a guitar. I could not stop laughing. It was ridiculous. I'm sorry. It was no, ridiculous. The, uh, the, what was ridiculous, what was even more ridiculous, was them injecting their like Rawabi schoolgirl anthem in like really. We- like, do you just blur? Do you just casually sing your school anthem like why would you do that why would you rap your school anthem did you not realize that at one point one of the girls was trying attempting to rap their school anthem why do i not remember i remember that because it was so freaking cringe and it made no sense to me (laughs) i have zero recollection of that during the flashback which by the way like i think those are like small things where i'm like oh my god this scene would be so good what but why which was the flashback when they were like when he shot when he shoots her right and yeah. they do like a flashback of her life mm. so, and i don't remember <laughs> no, like of her life. i think my brain like canceled everything out of the after the gunshot so and then there's the song that i remember that i can't get out of my head <laughs> so one of the flashbacks is her like having a good time in i think either his, car, car. Or whatever, his car yeah singing yeah. the freaking school anthem why? Okay, I just remembered that. It just came back to me. That was really cringe. That was so weird. That was like, why really would cringe. singing the school anthem? <laughs> it was, it was, Maybe okay. Sense. Cringe, definitely cringe. Yes. I, I'm really proud like of the girls. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really proud of this production. I really, really am proud of this production. Regardless of its cringiness, it, um, it hit hard. It hit hard. Uh, talking about Arab society at 1 a.m. is um, I I don't know you have work tomorrow don't you? Uh, no, I'm I'm fine. Don't worry about it. I do, but my work starts late. It's okay. I'm, I'm so sorry for keeping you up late. <laughs> do you have work tomorrow? My work schedule is very flexible. Okay, so it's different. Okay. And also, I've I took a leave of absence okay. because of my hands because I can't. Type. She says that you know, she being... leaves her cast in the air. Listen, um, being a professional writer and scre- like being a writer and then not being able to type with except one hand, um, yeah, I just took time off. I couldn't do it. I really couldn't. Me I was fair. crying. Fair. <laughs> it was really but using it was your like difficult. four fingers and whatever flexibility they still have. Can you? I tried. It didn't work because like this is so immobile. I have to like sit like this. And then I still can't move it that much. It didn't work. I tried. I tried. I really tried. This is your opportunity to be a single-handed, fast typer. I tried, but then the problem is my thumb on the right hand became so overused that it started hurting. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't want that. Can you get like carpal tunnel on your other hand and then you can't use either? I was worried about that and the doctor warned me about that and I was like, you know what? I cannot sustain more injuries because I really am yeah. a menace to my own self. Like, you don't understand how badly I keep injuring myself. It's really bad. It's I, really I can bad. imagine. I see your cast right in front of me and it's because you were trying <laughs> it's to really dramatic. Like, it is, It is so dramatic. By the way, I hit my cast 
on in the wall today three times oh my god and one of them i hit my thumb and it went in and that's what i messed up like i ripped like i torn the ligament of my thumb and that's what i hit today it's my clumsiness is such a problem i'm considering going to a doctor and diet like i'm either i keep thinking that there's a chance i'm autistic and one of the reasons is because i am so clumsy because it's one of the diagnoses like it's i am so concerned for myself please tell me i'm autistic and not clumsy just please tell me something's wrong with me uh, you know, oh God, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, because like I genuinely, I thought for a moment I should go to the doctor to like get myself diagnosed, and then I <laughs> decided, clumsiness? no, I mean, well, there is something <laughs> called um, parapraxis, really, and no, is it parapraxis? This sorry, 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 no, not parapraxis is something else. Dyspraxia, so okay. it's like dyslexia, but it's like the ver- but like the physical version. Whoa, and it's an actual thing. Yeah, it is an actual thing. Wow. Your brain makes you physically clumsy. But like I I have so many um symptoms that like similar to people in autistic spectrum that I'm considering myself getting diagnosed. But yeah. I then I decided that honestly get if I had the diagnosis or not, it's not gonna affect my life. So I decided otherwise. <laughs> but the fact that I keep hitting everything <laughs> is a problem. My friend just says it's main character syndrome. Yes, um, girl. I'd like to I'd like to say it's that you are the cute, clumsy main character of your life. Except I'm not getting boys. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. No, we were just talking for like the last two hours about how Arab men will get you killed. They're terrible. They'll get you killed. Steer away from boys. <laughs> if anybody has an ajnabi. <laughs> they're not, I don't know if they're any better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah it um, goes back to like me talking about that character that I was reading. It's really a problem. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Yeah, the ideal so man in the book. Not real. Not real. I repeat, not real. Not real, but also the way he's depicted in the books, he's really sexy. <laughs> and he's he has tattoos. He's a biker. Is successful. Your mom also would is a never let heart. you. To tattoos, I was Honestly, so like in the book, the guy manages to win over the mom. Wow. Like in the yeah. Dang, that's it's as if it was written by an Arab girl. <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> it's like, bad. Oh, and you're good with my mom. <laughs> Yes, please. Ukaman <laughs> Immo is a really good cook in the book. I'm not kidding. Oof, like, sure, literally, Hamatic with Hamdig. The talks about all both of their entire, like, families. It's really uh, To a certain extent, yeah, they do. They, they bring up the families. Yeah, it's it's a good book. It's called The Heart Principle. I highly recommend it. I'm actually reading it for the book club. So the book club is going to discuss it in the next weekend when with my girlies. So, yeah. Cute. I'm into <sighs> it. I will need a new book, so maybe I'll read it. Ooh, if you're interested, just ask me. I read quite a bit. Okay. Um, okay, Zina. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for staying up late to have this conversation. Of course. I can talk to you for hours. Thank this you was so much such for a pleasant, well flowing conversation. I know you were insecure about having your voice recorded, but I'd like to tell you that you did such a good job. You did such a swell job. Thank you. I am most likely never going to listen to this podcast episode because I'd rather not listen to myself speak. <laughs> I will try to convince you to do it because I think it was a really, really, really good episode. Thank you. Um, thank you so much. I'm going to just wait. Thank you so much for whomever listened, for whomever survived two hours plus. Honestly, if you actually got to the end of this, kudos to you. Thank you for listening. Yes, kudos to you. Thank you so much for listening. And goodbye. Bye.